Drew Grimaldi Podcast! Everybody, welcome to the Drew Grimaldi podcast. I apologize, I have been MIA, but here we are. So, again, lots of crazy shit going on in the world. We got Tucker Carlson who is starting to expose what Jan 6 really happened and all this footage that exonerated all these people that were there, that were just. I mean, could have just been trespassing or whatever, but they had to sign away all of their rights and stuff just to be able to get legal counsel. They couldn't have access to the footage. A lot of this stuff would have just made it... No, I mean, they were just there hanging out, taking selfies. But the problem right now is that you have these people that are pushing a narrative and the American people are like, whoa, time out. That's not what's going on. That's not what's happening. That's not what I feel. So it brings me to my first part here. It's called Joe Biden. What the hell is Joe Biden talking about? Let's see. Terrible headaches. was diagnosed with having a, a uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> see if I had a break. And I had uh, these terrible headaches. was diagnosed with having a, a Anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> so, the man had aneurysms a long time ago. And, like, he did. He had, like, brain surgery. And that's when he really had problems starting speaking shit. But, I mean, this is the president of the United States. So the guy who's apparently elected, though nobody buys that bullshit. But he just sits up there and, and, and he says shit like that. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's terrible what this what what he's done to to the United States of America. It's just terrible. Everything that comes out of his mouth is just a lie. Is just a lie. And everything that they push out is just a lie. KJP lying about the uh, Biden and them. This is this is his spokesperson, his communications director. So the president has been committed. Uh, and, and one more thing I would add, let's not forget the banning assault weapons. That is a key part uh, of this. Uh, when we think about crime, we think about gun crime uh, that we believe will help uh, alleviate uh, the crime that we're seeing, keep families safe, keep communities safe across the country. So the president has walked the talk. Uh, the president has been very consistent on making sure that communities feel safe and fighting crime. So the president has been committed. So, you know, I mean, that's his, sp his spokesperson. Crime is at all-time highs. It's, you know, most Americans don't feel safe. They feel like they're going to get thugged out, stuff like that. But, again, they're just reality. Normal people, they say, this doesn't feel right. Something's off about this regime, right? Because it's not administration, it's a regime. We've never had anybody try to force you know, vaccinate people, you know, because Big Pharma told them, you know, had owned the guy in the White House, so to say. 
But these people, they just keep pushing out the like the BS. They just keep pushing it out. Biden has walked the talk on stopping crime. That's what she said. I mean, it's at the highest it's been since, <laughs> what, the Jimmy Carter years? I mean, you cannot sit there. And, you know, everybody said, oh, my God, Joe's going to bring peace. Everybody's going to stop fighting all this stuff. And no, it's gotten worse. Because they just let these people out, and the and the, the de- like the Democrats are pushing like no, ca- like cashless bail, which is just a terrible idea. These people are getting out and doing the even more heinous crimes. So what sent them there to begin with? But these are the people that are running our country. They gaslight us. They lie to us. Right? They, they how could somebody sit there and say that with a straight face? I mean, would you not sit there and be like? Something's not right here. Something is not right. But KJP also gave away the game, right? We always say, who's really running the White House? You know, who's actually running the White House? This is KJP giving away the game right here. Listen to this one. Briefing in some time. I have two more for you, and I promise we'll get to your questions. Okay, so today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Obama announced that, pardon me, President Biden. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That is news. (laughs) I know, I know, we're going back, not forwards. We gotta go forwards. Okay, President Biden announced that the United States is nominating Ajay Banga to be president of the World Bank. As the president said himself, Ajay is uniquely equipped to lead the World Bank at, it, at this critical moment in history. He is a renowned business executive that has spent more than three decades building and managing successful global companies that have created jobs and brought investment briefing in some time. So she either really wants to work for Obama or Obama's actually the one that's really pulling the strings and, and calling the shots right now, which would make a whole lot of sense if you looked at his presidency. Every, we have the same problems. This push for electric car, bullshit this, bullshit that. You know, and, and, and the whole electric car thing is just bullshit. They talk about clean energy, clean energy. For people that don't know, batteries do not create energy. They store energy. What comes from the battery, the energy that comes from the battery, and the, and the energy that the battery stores comes from diesel or fuel you know gas generators and so are you really making anything better with these electric cars not to mention what do you do with the battery once the thing's dead done you know i mean like it's what do you do i mean it's like a, a hazardous waste to the environment so you know who's really winning here you know these this isn't capitalism. They're trying to push us into this bullshit. But Obama's the one calling the shots. And it's the same shit that he tried with, like, cash for clunkers, all this stuff. They, He is the one that is calling the shots. And he cannot help but micromanage everything. So that's what's funny about that, is that she gave away the game, I think. She gave away the game. Because I, who do you think is calling the shots? I, I've kind of suspected it all along. You know, I mean, who would have thought the Joe Biden we have now? I mean, can you imagine the Joe Biden in the 80s? Can you imagine that Joe Biden meeting this guy? He'd be like, oh, my God, what has the world come to? Yeah, that's you, dude. (laughs) 
And that's what people voted for. They thought he was in the middle, and he's not. Like, I mean, look at what he's doing. He's owned by these crazy leftists whose main goal is to destroy America and to get what they want. And if they don't, they have a temper tantrum. But they gaslight us. And Obama is the one calling the shots. And I continue on. This one's crazy, okay? This is uh, t this is some teacher's thing that is pushing uh, diversity. Check this one out. This is some crazy shit. This one is pushing diversity. You gotta be able to hear this. Our we got to celebrate our differences. Ooga booga doo, ooga booga doo. We got to celebrate our differences. What in the hell? You're supposed. I get you trying to be not, uh, you know, racist and inclusive. But how the fuck? is pointing out every single stereotype inclusive. That's my question. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's horrible. But, um, you know, what's happening in the school system is insane. But that's what teachers are teaching. Is uh, they, try it, it, they try to not be racist, but in the process they're being racist. And that's how Democrats are too. Or, you know, I, I think Democrats really are racist at the soul of it. But like voter IDs. You need an ID to buy a car. You need an ID to get on a plane. But to vote, the most sac sacred thing of our democracy, that, 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 my friend, is racist if you ask for voter ID. Because black people are too stupid to go get an ID, according to the Democrats. And I think that's racist as shit. Like I said, I think Democrats are racist to the core. I mean, they did uh, start the KKK, and that, you know, originally the, the Democrats are the ones that started the KKK. And it was, uh, and they used to hunt down white Republicans and, and slave, and slaves that, you know, that escaped and were, like, were emancipated. Crazy part of history that a lot of people don't like to tell. But I digress. So this is one, um, where Trump was also right again. I point out all the time how right Trump it was and is about a lot of things. But Trump, uh, and then just to catch up, I haven't done this in uh, you know, like a week. Apologize for being gone. But they recently admitted that the China virus is from China. Oh, shocker, right? All of us people that were conspiracy theorists we turned out to be right. So, again, here is Donald Trump right again. This is the Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people comes say from it's China. racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. China. That's why. It comes from China. China. I want to be accurate. Zika is from the Zika forest. Ebola from the Ebola River. Hantavirus, the Hantan River. There's the West Nile virus and Guinea worm and 
Rocky Mountain spotted fever, and of course, the Spanish flu. MERS stands for Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. It's plastered all over airports and no one blogs about it. So why should China get a pass? Jesus Christ, can't we even have a pandemic without getting offended? <laughs> Bill Maher at the end there. I thought that was great. I thought that was a great clip. Because it's so serious. Like, you can't give up national security. So, oh my God, I'm offended. That's ridiculous. Stop being offended about everything. From our military to our everything. Quit being offended about everything. You know, it's like Bill Maher said. We can't have a pandemic without being offended. And Bill Maher was traditionally a very liberal person. But he's actually been sounding more and more like a conservative. And it's not because he has went more right it's because his party went crazy left you know and he said it before talking about schools and stuff that that you know like that they the media tried to say the florida's you know don't say gay bill really it was don't teach sex to pe to kids that you know can't read yet maybe teach them how to read before you start teaching them like you know how to fuck things but i digress it is just insane that that this is what's going on in our country and that this is where we are. And when I, I brought this up with the school and stuff, because Bill Maher said, you know, instead of saying that, you know, calling it the don't say gay bill, it should be a bipartisan bill. And it should just be said, you know, hey, let's make schools the way they were. 10 years ago type bill and, and you know they'd be saying oh well you know back then it was racist i not not that i can remember i i judge people by the content of their character not by the color of their skin isn't that that's what martin luther king died for and i think that's what's beautiful about the world that we live in is that we were we were never a perfect is that our our past is not perfect but it says right there to strive to be a more perfect union. And we do every single day. So instead of getting offended by everything, get involved and make some change inside the system. Because there's a saying, be open-minded, but not so open-minded that your brain falls out. And I think that's a really good quote. Don't know who wrote it, but it's very true. Don't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. And that's what you're seeing from the left right now. And I truly don't think, without cheating, I don't think that they'd win a national election. But I think, I mean, if it was a fair election, I don't think the Democrats would, would win for a while until they came back to more of the middle and put somebody out there like a Bill Clinton, who was socially, you know, liberal, Fiscally conservative, balanced, you know. We you know, we had a surplus, worked with Newt Gingrich really well. But he won because he was in the middle, in the prequel that's in the middle. Donald Trump is, you know, sounding more and more in the middle than I've ever heard him speak before. Which makes sense because the truth is always somewhere in the middle. But the guy has been getting blasted from every angle since he's been, you know, in the spotlight for public office 
And Donald Trump was a, a beloved household name until the Democrat slander machine got involved with him. And, and anybody who, who had his eyes and any common sense knows that the 2020 election was bullshit. Even from the media covers to all that stuff. And I've said it in other episodes, but how come every single time the Democrats' October surprise right before an election always turns out to be a, a hoax or a fraud, but the media covers it like it's like the truth, like it's a big story? Where, you know, you have something like, for example, the Hunter Biden laptop. They have all these people come out that said, oh, no, it's not true. It turns out to be true. Oh, again, conspiracy theorists. Again, right, again. It is Hunter's. He's admitted it's his. So, I mean, what are we doing? You know? come. We got to come back to the middle. We got to come back to the common ground. And uh, Trump was right again. But uh, more Ukraine corruption. I think we should uh, listen to this. Listen to this. You're our watchdog. Ukraine has a corruption problem, right? Uh, you, there's a long history of issues with corruption in Ukraine. I don't Infrastructure minister arrested for stealing $400,000. Deputy head of Zelensky's office can't explain where the sports cars came from, so he had to resign. Uh, deputy defense minister resigned over contracting corruption, but the defense ministry put out a statement that his resignation was a worthy deed. And the wife of a former Ukrainian politician was found $22 million in cash crossing the border into Hungary last year. But let's get to this, in, this end use monitoring you testified to. The Arms Control Act of 1996 requires end-use monitoring. Let's begin with a definition of end-use monitoring. These laws require assurances that defense articles and services are used only for authorized purposes, minimizing the security risks, protects the investments made by the U.S. taxpayer, as well as our allies and partners. And we at DSCA take our oversight of the program very seriously. As you testify here today, you cannot testify truthfully under oath, that the DOD has complied with the policy and law regarding end-use monitoring during all times of this conflict. Isn't that right? So I, I want to be careful here when I respond to you, Congressman. But here's the, the operative question. We haven't complied with, with end-use monitoring according to the law with everything we've sent to Ukraine to date, have we? So our 2020 report... You're, you're sort of dodging the question. You cannot testify that we have complied with the end-use monitoring requirements at all times during this conflict, can you? So, our, our, we have an ongoing... You cannot testify that everything is complied with the law and the end-use monitoring, can you? So, uh, some of that gets into the classified report, I think everyone watching this could but, see that if you could testify to that, you would. I think the American people deserve to know if this 1996 law is being followed or not. We at DSCA take our oversight of the program very seriously. You can't testify that it is being followed, and so I think they can draw reasonable conclusions from that. Is the Azov Battalion getting access to U.S. weapons? Uh, not that I'm aware of, um, but if you have information, uh, I've been sent to enter into the record the Global Times investigative report uh, citing the Azov Battalion was even getting stuff as far back as 2018. Without objection, so ordered. It's, help me understand how U.S. taxpayers paying for pensions in Ukraine is, is a good idea for our country. Uh, I would defer you to other parts of our government. You're a senior Biden administration official. So while we have a corrupt Ukrainian government 
while we have our watchdog here who can't say that we followed the law on in-use monitoring. We have the President of the United States saying we need to fund pensions in Ukraine. Meanwhile, the pensions of our fellow Americans are in greater jeopardy. Mr. Chairman, I seek uh, unanimous consent to enter a number of articles from the record. If I'm not objection, so ordered. So, as you can see, all of our money going to the taxpayer dollars, all of our taxpayer dollars going to Ukraine, um, they're going to a really good cause. They're getting sports cars. That's where, that's where your money is going. They're just wasting it away. And one of the groups that uh, Matt Gates asked about is a Nazi group inside Ukraine, actually part of Ukraine's military. So that's why he asked that question. If, it, if, if there was funds going there, they don't know. So the Nazis in Ukraine, they won't admit it because they can't, because of all of this NATO stuff, the Germans, all of these people, you know, the part of NATO that have jumped on board and have lied to their citizens. They can't let that get out here in the United States because if it did, it spread like wildfire. But I talked about how we've been pretty good at, us conspiracy theorists, we've been pretty good at being right. Well, remember how we were talking about uh, rich people ingesting the blood of the youth to stay young and look good forever? Well, we found another video that maybe you guys want to see. Check this one out. What it is. Well, it's this, this way in which um, one forces uh, through microneedling. I was like a little roller with these, some of you, I, mean, I think many of you know it. And it pushes through the skin and ruptures the collagen and then boosts it. You look like a burn victim for a day, but then, it's, it, but then it pushes. The what are you pushing into the skin, Sarah? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person. A young person. Um, far, far away. And they somehow figured out how to extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. Explain what it is. Well, it's this. So, not sure what that's about, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, these celebrities have been talking about it for years. And they go, oh, that's a conspiracy. People go, oh, yeah, it's a conspiracy. Nobody would actually be that crazy and nuts. That's what they said about Epstein and like the child sex trafficking thing. People were like, we were right again. <laughs> but for my next one here for you, I got uh, I got Biden's communications director uh, trying to say how Biden has lowered energy costs. Really? Is he really? Check this one out. Uh, to bringing down energy prices, which he's also done through uh, numerous actions he's taken over the last couple of years, to lowering people's utility bills, to, again, working to try to provide relief from student debt for middle class and working families. Everything that he does when he is uh, pushing forward his economic agenda is about giving people that breathing room. So, uh, to bringing down energy prices, which he's... Biden has not brought down energy prices. His war on energy... What happened was he shut down all of our pipelines. He shut down our Keystone pipeline. He gave Russia their pipeline, which they ended up bombing. But 
by shutting all this stuff down, you know, supply and demand, you you take the supply down and you just rack up the cost. And right now it's this push, you know. And how much money do you think in these electric car companies? How much money in all these companies like that that are now all of a sudden investing in that? How much do you think Nancy Pelosi and and and, and Paul Hammerboy? made off of that because i think they made a lot the more chances are they made a ton of money off of that but my point is this is that this electric car push is all bullshit and anytime the bidens or the democrats say that they've lowered it you can't jack up gas prices over 300 percent and then go oh my gosh it went down three like you can't do that everything's more expensive right now because of the energy the energy costs are part of the reason that um, that things are so expensive. Fuel cost is an overhead cost that goes into getting products places so that they can, you know, fill the shelves, stuff like that. The squeeze right now that we're getting from the Federal Reserve is going to lead us to recession, I think. Some of the bigger banks are already starting to pull from crypto because, I mean, they're just falling like crazy. But all of this is going on because of what the Biden regime and what Democrats have done. They've tanked our economy. The Chinese swooped in and started buying up our farmland, buying up stocks in, in major companies. And now they're behind the Democrats because the Democrats are weak leadership. The Democrats' view of of the United States and the world is fucking weak. And we now see with, with you know, Vice President Biden that he's a warmonger, that he wants to take everybody to war. Him and Zelensky are pushing for World War III. And the only people that benefit from this shit are people like Zelensky and his people who are taking all of our... All of our money, all of our wealth, draining American wealth and buying fancy sports cars and probably dumping it into offshore accounts, you know, because they figure that they actually probably are going to be, you know, political refugees here soon. They're going to be on the run. The United States is going to accept them. I mean, that's how I see it going down. I, I, I hate to say that, but and going back to this article, they are literally lying to the American people straight to their face. We've lowered gas prices. No, you have not. You've made gas prices so much more expensive. So I digress. So we know that there's been a lot of targeting and politicizing of uh, the DOJ, stuff like that. So here is Ted Cruz going after Merrick Garland for politicizing the DOJ. Not under the Biden Department of Justice. If you're a pro-life activist, what can you expect? Well, in this instance, according to Mr. Houck's wife, two dozen agents clad in body armor and ballistic helmets and shields and a battering ram showed up at his house pointing rifles at his family. Why do you send two dozen agents in body armor 
to arrest a sidewalk counselor who happens to be pro-life, but you don't devote resources to, count pe to, to prosecute people who are violently firebombing crisis pregnancies. It is a priority of the department to prosecute and investigate and find the people who are doing those firebombings. They are doing it at night and in secret, so, and we have, found two, we have found one group which we did prosecute. You we found are, one. How many have there been? How many attacks? There have been a lot, and if you have any information specifically as to who those people are, we would be glad, we would be glad to have that. Did you authorize 20 agents going to Mr. Houck's house? And he uh, offered to turn himself in through counsel, but you didn't want that. The Department of Justice wanted to make a show of it. Did you personally authorize it? And do you want to apologize to Mr. Mrs. Houck and her seven children for being terrorized? The decisions about how to do that are made at the level of the uh, FBI agents on scene. Did and you know about it? I did not know about it until uh, the way you're describing it. And my understanding is the FBI disagrees with that description. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. I mean, so if you don't know the story about that guy they, they were talking about, he is a pastor, and he was outside praying outside of an abortion clinic, and some nasty-ass person came up and started to attack his son, his little son, and he ended up just pushing this guy away. So they end up going after this guy as if he's like some type of criminal or terrorist. He said he would turn himself in and Merrick Garland's DOJ decided to send in FBI agents, all these people, to basically make a scene of it. Like, who are you playing to at that point? You know he's not voting Biden. I mean, so, okay, let's attack him. Let's use these institutions that are part of the American, you know, part of America part of what makes America great, these institutions that were made to to help to help bring us together, to help, you know, some of our bigger problems. But these people are using it to, to go after conservatives. That's all I got tonight. Get out there. Talk shit to a liberal today. God bless. Keep the faith. Thanks for listening. <laughs>